Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On the other side a few moments ago, a hand pass at the feet of a player running by. If they can execute, they can win this. Wiedemann. Puts it across to support McGuinness. Untidy again the hand pass. McDermott wobbles one towards half forward. Smart gave a contest. Yarman knocks it on. Here's Brown swooping on it. 35 metres out. Goal. Just... <laughs> That was the Crows game in 1993. We thought with Adelaide taking on Collingwood tomorrow, good time to reminisce because they beat them exactly 30 years ago in 1993 to make their debut finals appearance. So uh, they were needing to win that last game to do it because Geelong had also beat West Coast over in the West. Now they staged a remarkable comeback and a key man, an integral man to Adelaide's year and that game was Rod Jamison. And we thought we'd reminisce with him right now. He's on the phone. Rodney Jamison, good morning. Uh, good morning, man. <laughs> uh, good to have you on. Hey, we're just having a look through this team sheet here. Uh, Tony McGuinness, Tony Modra, David Pittman, some iconic players as, along with yourself as well. Uh, do you remember that day or do you have many clear memories of it? Well, I had some fond memories of it and how difficult it was in that year and how well we had played and how big that day was to get into the finals. Um, but uh, knowing that I was coming on to have a chat, I went back and, and just had a look at mm. a couple of the stats and then also the people that were involved in the game. And then I watched the, the second quarter particularly because Collingwood got out of the blocks and kicked six in the first and we only kicked one. And, then we ended up kicking seven goals in that second quarter um, and restricted Collingwood to two. So uh, it was good to be able to reflect and, and have a look at it. And reflecting on your game, Jamo, who did you play on? What sort of role did you play uh, on the day? Yeah, Ross, I, was, um, I played full back and uh, Ronnie McKeon was there full forward. Um, so, yeah, really solid full forward. Um, they had mm. Sav Rocker there. Um, we had a really good defence. We sort of threw it around, I think, a little bit in that second quarter. Um, and then I ended up on Gavin Brown. Um, he didn't have too many quiet days, but he had a quiet day that day. He came down and I stood him for the last part of the game. But I remember it, uh, it was pretty tight in the end. Um, but no, it was a bloody good win by the club to, to make it to our first finals. Rod, I was seven years old uh, that year watching the Crows as a tiny Crows fan. And just for our our younger listeners, um, it says Chris McDermott was 29 years old in 1993 and he looks exactly the same back then as what he does today. Uh, (laughs) His face, he he just looked like a rugged man. Um, To our younger listeners, how would you describe uh, Chris McDermott, Adelaide's first ever captain? Oh, uh, rugged was probably apt. He's um, unbelievably heroic, um, strong. I, I was lucky enough to play with him at Glenelg um, in the late 80s. So I missed, I, I played my first game in 89 against Port Adelaide at Footy Park. And to play with Chris 
and watch him perform. He came back, he, he, he had a knee reconstruction. I think his first game was back against Port Adelaide too. And like he just picked up and left off. I mean, the, the, he put his head where most people wouldn't put his feet and he just continually did it. And then the state games just sort of epitomised the way he played. And, you know, he, he played... But he was drafted, I think, by Brisbane back in those days. And that was when you had three years that you could either stay and go. It wasn't like today where you got drafted and you went into that market straight away. And he just stuck fat. He and Gary McIntosh wanted to stay and play for their local club. So it was, I'm glad he got the opportunity to play at that AFL level. And he probably didn't need to prove anything because he played so well in those state games that were you know, against Victoria mm. for many years. Uh, another one to clarify from childhood, Rod. I remember going to Crows games and Simon Tregenza would accumulate the ball. But did he, in my memory, he had the odd clanger. Is that true? <laughs> Trigger was unique. He played with Sir Glenelg, <laughs> So I played with him in the in the junior grades and yeah. um, sort of under 14, 15s. And then he ended up at Port Adelaide. I'm not quite sure how it happened. Trigger was a very good athlete, very good cricket player. Yeah. Very fast. Um, yes. Couldn't touch his, couldn't get his, if he was standing up to bend over, he'd be lucky to get his hands past his knees, <laughs> which was, um, but he'd have 25, 30 touches most games. And I guess in today's language, you know, he wasn't overly efficient with the football. He'd possibly <laughs> turn it over <laughs> half a dozen times in a game. But, um, yeah, he just kept accumulating it on the wing and uh, and did a pretty good job. Yeah, he was a great player. Um, looking now to your life now, right? I was just having a look at your immaculate LinkedIn profile. You've professionally gone on to uh, you know take part in the Crows board, and you're at the ABC uh, part of the commentary and all sorts of things professionally. Did you do much preparing for your life? Uh, well, firstly, where, where are you at now? And did you prepare much for that during your football career? We were very lucky, um, or lucky or not so lucky. Um, we were semi-professional through our time. So my entire time when I retired, I was I was still working, um, you know, Monday to Friday and then training um, mm. at night. So I possibly felt I had one more year. I was 29, almost 30. I felt I might have maybe have played half a dozen games, two a dozen games for the year. So I ended up giving it away. Um, I had a young family at the time and I had a full-time job. So I would have had to throw my job in, um, maybe play football for another year and then go out and find another job. So just in the balance of it all, I thought it was the right thing to do. And um, at the time, um, I was asked to, to do some radio initially declined I just thought I wanted to step away but uh, I ended up doing it and here I am yeah lucky enough and humbly 23 years later I'm, I'm still involved with with radio I'm heading up to catch a plane at 11 o'clock today to, to call the Sydney West Coast game with the ABC so it's um, it's been a great way to stay involved and stay connected and so for my transition it's, it was a reasonably easy one to do. Uh, as Tom said, Jamo, you obviously spent some time on the board and you're, you're always highly active with the, with the past players and official functions and, and helping out with those. Just a word on, on the current team 
uh, and how they've gone this year. Have they exceeded your expectations of how they've performed this year and and, and where they find themselves in the hunt to, to, to play finals at uh, the halfway point mm-hmm. of the year? It's, it's a tough one, Bryce, because as you all know, you, you just need... I think at the start of the year, to answer your question, is I, I was a bit bullish with our with Adelaide. So I stepped off the board at the 1st of March and been part of the footy for the last 18 months to two years. You know, with just more experience into the group, um, we lost five games last year under two goals. And, you know, if but could have, should have. Um, if we had have won three, to, and if not all of those, I mean, we would have finished with close to sixth. So, again, healthy list, um, greater experience and um, just exposure and strong leadership. I, I, I felt that if Adelaide were to perform well again this year and had those opportunities in those areas, I, I thought we'd be around the mark again, which is where we're, we're currently at. And we've still got a little ways to go. But I've obviously Isaac Rankin coming in um, has the dynamic and the speed. Rochelle's really improved. Saligo's been good. The back line's been settled. Miller has, hasn't played for 12 to 18 months, you know, and he's come back and performed well, albeit Uday's gone down now. Um, Worrell, you know, when he's come in and stepped up, Butts has been really good. Mick Murray's been solid. These guys have now got 50, 60 games into them, so they're starting to find their way. The cohesion's getting better. I think what frustrates me, um, me personally, I think, and supporters that follow the club is that the GWS game. You're up by six, you lose that. The Richmond one, they get out to a head start. You do all the work to get back and then they kick the last two or three to get away. Um, and there's a game, the Collingwood one, that gets, you know, that slips away. But then you have a look at, you take it to Port Adelaide as to where they are and we score the last six of that game to win it really convincingly too. So, um, as you well know, it's hard to, to maintain the rage for the full four quarters. But if you can do it for two and a half, three, three in a bit, um, but it's easier to say that. And from my side of the glass, where I call a game of footy now, it's um, it's the game is still incredibly tough, as you well know, Bryce, too. Um, you have to be so efficient with the football. you got to have the endurance. And you, you've just got to keep your body healthy and well. And it's so hard to do. Uh, some amazing insight, uh, Rod. Thank you so much. Uh, 30 years since that groundbreaking win against Collingwood to make Adelaide's debut finals uh, appearance. Rodney Jamison, an all-time great for the Adelaide Crows. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, pleasure, man. Well, it'll be a tough game. I think Collingwood have won yeah. the last seven, so to go to the MCG tomorrow and they've got to defend it. It's a big ground. Collingwood are a very good side. Adelaide can win, but they're going to be at their best. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. So enjoy your weekend. You too. Thank you very much. Uh, Rod Jamison there. Yeah, it is going to be a tough one tomorrow for the Crows, Bryce. I I can't see them getting the chocolates there. Um, that was a fascinating chat, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Brought back some uh, some good memories as yeah. well. You said you were seven-year-old yeah. watching him uh, on the TV. So uh, for uh, some of our older listeners who would know uh, Rod Jamison well, um, hope you enjoyed that chat. Thank you very much, Rod Jamison, Adelaide Crows champion. Uh, we got to get to a break because up next, Bryce, it's the Sports Report, and we've got a cascade of your text messages that we need to work our way through. So it's currently uh, 9.50.